Hello everyone, uh, how are we doing? Uh, welcome back to the Oscar, the Grammy, the BAFTA winning podcast, uh, self-interrupted with your host, Kiko Stello. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so happy to be back. Wait, I'm out of breath. You guys, this has been like a stressful week. Like, can I just talk about it for a second? I'm uploading this on a Sunday. Okay, and let me tell you, let me tell you right now, I am not used to uploading this on a Sunday. I'm normally, I'm, I'm a Wednesday girl, like, let's be clear. Self-Interrupted comes out every single Wednesday, normally. But for multiple reasons, I had to upload this episode on a Sunday and we will get to those later. First of all, how are you? Let's just get into the formalities. How are you? I hope you're well. I'm currently recording this. It's probably around like quarter to 11 on a, what's the day today? Friday. Oh my gosh, that's so rogue for me. Like I normally record on a Sunday or a Monday. The last episode that you listened to, April Favorites, bitch, that was recorded on a Tuesday and edited and uploaded on a Tuesday before Wednesday because, oh my gosh, this episode is going to be very chaotic. As you can already tell, I feel like this like prior monologue is just foreshadowing how crazy this episode is going to be. It's just going to be a catch up of what's been going on, why I had to miss the upload schedule and yeah, just like a FaceTime call with my besties, you know? So there's not going to be a definite topic for this episode, which I'm actually really excited to do because I just feel like I have so much to catch you guys up on and talk about. Just think of this like a FaceTime call. I'm not going to do a weekly catch up, bitch. We're getting straight into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so let's start back with the last episode, April Favourites, that I uploaded and edited and recorded in one day on Tuesday. That was the most chaotic timing I've had this year, I think. So basically, I recorded that the day before I did a shoot. And for this shoot, I was meant to have a full team, a makeup artist, a stylist, an assistant, etc., etc. The makeup artist dropped out the day before, I think, and we had to try and find a makeup artist. And it was just hellish. Like, let me be real. I had to keep stopping the recording of that episode because I had to, like, look for a makeup artist. And it was just, honestly, I got, like, the worst migraine from it. It was not Diva. It was not Slay, like, at all. Yeah, so that full day was just an absolute whirlwind of DMing people, trying to find people, like putting something on my story saying that I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm looking for makeup artists for my shoot. People from New York DMing me. New York. I was like, you guys, I'm not flying you over first class from New York to get here by tomorrow. Like it's not going to happen. So ultimately the shoot day came around. Now let's be clear. The shoot was fucking iconic. Like I cannot wait to show you guys these pictures because they are literally some of the best photos I think ever in my career. I had to do my own makeup, which was slightly stressful. I mean, it was the first shoot that I fully directed myself, which was just stressful. Like just having a team is a lot of work. Um, but anyway, long story short, the shoot was really, really cool. And I'm really excited to get those photos out. I'm sending them to publication, which is exciting, um, which is like a whole process in and of itself. Because like when you do a photo shoot and it's like, an indie oh my gosh indie it's an indie photo shoot you guys but like when there's not a big corporation behind it the people that are involved in the shoot have to send it to publication right so i'm now dming like every single magazine in the country being like hey so this is the shoot we did um and i'm kind of stressed about it but i think it's gonna be really cool just to give you guys a little bit of a hint and a little bit of like a i don't know for the self-interrupters i thought you guys deserve a little secret i had extensions in for the first time i had a massive oh should i say it yeah a massive ponytail i'm gonna say it for the children i had a really long ponytail in like down to my butt and it was just like the most euphoric moment of my life. Like, let me just be clear. Like, it really was. There I was acting like 2018 Ariana Grande. It was great for me. At first I was like, oh, I don't know if this suits me. 10 minutes in, bitch, I was dipping and twirling. I was like, yeah, this is the one. And it was like beautiful.
beautiful. And I acted like that was my real hair. Bitch, I did not want to take that out. And when I took it out, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm, yeah, trash, trash. Anyway, the shoot was fun. It was good. We did a few looks, but I think I'm only going to send one to publication because I think really only one of them has like a clear defined storyline and a story arc, which is really good because I think sometimes you can do a photo shoot and none of them can mean anything. So I'm very happy that like the team and I got together and made like a really cool piece of work and I'm excited for you guys to see that. It will probably be on my Instagram in like a couple of months, I would think, hopefully. Anyway, what else has been going on? That same week, I went to a wedding. Hey, listen up, ladies. It's time to talk about the wedding that Kit Costello has been talking about for months. If you don't follow me on TikTok, you won't know that I've done like multiple videos on TikTok asking you guys what I should wear to this pissing wedding. Because I was just like so stressed, so unnecessarily stressed about what I was going to wear as if I was the bride. Like, let's just relax for a second. But anyway, yeah, I want to take you through the day of getting to the wedding because it was actually really fun. I get stressed at like family events and stuff because I come from a farming family and I'm not necessarily the farming type, you know? I'm definitely the black sheep of the family. I always get a bit stressed, but ultimately it was fine. But we had to drive to the wedding, okay? Now driving to the wedding, I was thinking maybe a cute little one hour trip. No, four and a half hours in the car later, we arrive. Four and a half hours? What's going on? Oh, I was in deep, bitch. I was in the trenches. I was, I was living in the trenches. It was so bad. And me being me, I was like, okay, so let me set the scene for you. My dad drove me and my family up. All of us bar one of my brothers who drove himself up because he was doing his own little exploration while driving there. So it was me, my two older brothers, my mum and my dad, right? Our car has like two seats at the front, the driver and the passenger, and then three in the middle, and then two at the back that you can put up. And I was like, you know what I want to do? I want to get my gig, get myself together right at the back of the car, because it's like my own little cave, because I'm not going to be sitting next to anyone. It's going to be diva. It's going to be slay. Yeah, no, I didn't think this one through, because the back of the car, they have the seats that pop up at the back. Necessarily, those seats aren't made for a four and a half hour journey. They are made for maybe a little half an hour cute little round trip. So there I was, back of the car. I put all my stuff in there initially like an hour before we had to leave. So there was nothing else in the back of the car except my dreams, my bags, and myself. And I was like, oh yeah, this is diva. Mm -hmm. Then came the luggage. The luggage that was placed basically on top of me, burying me alive six feet under, absolutely screaming. And then everyone gets in the car. I'm now claustrophobic. Okay, so basically how it works is the middle section of the seats, those seats come forward so that a diva like me can get into the back. But once those seats in the middle are put up, bitch, you're barricaded into the back. There is no escaping. Like you are stuck in the back of the seats. You know, you're stuck in the back of the car, not the back of the seats. Sorry. So we're now on the motorway. You know, an hour in, it's fine. We were just like doing our little thing. I had music on. I had Netflix. I downloaded the new Bridgerton series. It was like the Bridgerton of Queen of Charlotte or something. I don't know. I never watched Bridgerton before, but I thought I'd give the spinoff a try and it's actually really good. I'm in the middle of watching it now. Anyway, I was there watching that. And then, I don't know, maybe two hours in, I started to feel sick, bitch. Oh, it was bad for me. It was real bad. I was like, oh, something's happening. Now, if you're metaphobic. I was not sick, don't worry, okay? I'm also emetophobic. If you don't know, emetophobia is like the fear of being sick. So it's real bad. Imagine two hours into a four and a half hour journey, you start feeling sick. 
I was like, oh, I have two and a half hours left of this. Oh no, like this is not good for me. We stop off at the service stations. I get to stretch my legs, thank God. Because it just, oh, also it just got so hot back there. It was so hot. You guys, I felt like the most annoying person. I was like, it's really hot. I'm claustrophobic. I feel sick. But because like we were going to a wedding, sorry, this is so like convoluted. Why am I saying so much about this car journey? Obviously it was like so traumatic for me. No, it was because we were obviously going to a wedding. We had like all of these suits hung up in the back in like plastic wrapping. Bitch, it was insulating the whole car in the back. So I was quite literally cooking with all these suits trapping the sun in because all the suits were black. Anyway, we arrive. We arrive at this pub, which was fun and slight. It was actually a really nice like accommodation above a pub. And I was shocked because I was ready to like, you know, I was ready to check into the trenches. Let me be honest. I really was. I was ready to like check into a rickety old pub. But no, turned out it was actually pretty slay. Anyway, we met the family. And yeah, it was like a little family reunion. It was kind of cute. It was kind of slay. And um, the wedding was really fun. Cutting a long story short. I always say cutting a long story short as if I haven't just explained it the longest way possible. I didn't even talk about the wedding. I talked about the trip there. As if that was the big... <laughs> As if that was the most special time of the weekend, me going to the wedding. But yeah, the wedding was great. It was fun. Oh, as as for what I wore, it was quite cool. Like I wore, <laughs> what was that? It was quite cool. No, it was. I'm so like, I'm so chaotic right now. I'm not used to doing an episode where there's no topic. So I feel like really like disjointed, I guess. Like I feel like I'm just rambling, but that's like what a podcast normally is, right? Anyway. What I wore to the wedding was as follows. I wore a strapless top, I guess you would describe it as, but it was all black. I wore all black, which kind of controversial for a wedding, but hey, listen, I tried my best. It was like a strapless top, but it was like a piece of fabric that kind of like was asymmetrical and went over my shoulder. I don't know how to describe it, but it looked really cool. It was from Zara. And then I wore like big, long, flowy black trousers. And then I also wore, okay, this was the killer of the night. I wore five inch stilettos. I know. Let's just take a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's pause. And yeah, stiletto, they would have been cute, but I tried them on the morning of the wedding at about, I don't know, 6 a.m. So we have about T minus two and a half hours until we have to fucking get ready, like be ready, be prepared. I try the shoes on and I'm walking and they just keep slipping off. So I'm now screaming. These are a size nine shoe. I thought I was size nine. Apparently I have petite feminine feet and I am a size eight. So there I was screaming. These are the only shoes that I've bought. So I'm looking up like shoe stores near me so that I can buy like padding. Obviously it's 6 a.m. Nowhere's gonna be open. So I run to the nearest Tesco. Thank God it's a big Tesco. I run there and I'm just looking. I'm now, by the way, we were in like Yorkshire. I don't know. I don't even know where this was. Yorkshire, it was one of the shires in the north, okay? I don't know where it was. It was somewhere like four and a half hours away. It was like far away, up north. So they're not used to seeing like a London diva who is like very femme, non-binary tees. So the looks I was getting at Tesco at 6 a.m., they weren't the best, they weren't the most friendly, but they were something, you know? Anyway, thank God I found blister plasters. I found like these like wedges that you put in the back of the heel so they don't slip off. That kind of fixed it somewhat. They were slipping off here and there throughout the day, but I think they definitely worked. Anyway, the hills were cute for a, for a sexy little one hour. 12 hours in. 12 hours in! I was screaming! And I'm so stubborn. Everyone was like, oh, do you want to take your shoes off? I was like, absolutely not. Like, well, who do you think I am? Walking around barefooted. No way. You guys, I was in pain. There, I was 
genuinely, genuinely in absolute pain walking around. I couldn't feel my feet. I couldn't feel them. Everyone was like, oh, are your feet okay? I was like, mm, yeah, they're great. I didn't want to complain. But yeah, the food was great. Oh my gosh, the food at the wedding was absolutely superb. Great vegan options. The vegan brownie, I still dream of. And it was gluten-free and it had like vegan cream. That's an inclusive wedding by my standards. I also danced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was dancing with um, stilettos on. And like, I don't drink that much. Oh, I did kind of drink at this wedding though. I had like two flutes of champagne. I know, everyone starts screaming. And my cousin, bless his heart, bought me out a porn star martini. And I was like, bestie, I don't drink. So I had to drink them both. And I drank a bit and I was like, oh. See, now I understand why the children are getting fucked up on cocktails because tell me why, that just tasted like Robinson's orange squash. I was like, that is crazy. But yeah, I was dancing on the dance floor. Cher came on. Cher? No, not Cher. That's so embarrassing. Cher. Cher came on with, um, do you believe in love after life? No, life after love. And then my cousin's like, oh, I know this song from TikTok. And I had a word with him on the, I was like, how dare you say that you know a Cher song purely solely only from TikTok? This is just offensive. But we were dancing. And like I said, I don't really drink that much, but I really like get energy from drunk people when they're dancing and happy and fun. Because if you recall back to why I hate clubbing, the episode on self-interrupted, I think it was like three or four. I point out the fact that I don't really like drunk people, but when they're dancing and having a good time and it's family, it's cute. So we were dancing and we were having a party and yeah, my feet were just absolutely screaming at me to go home. So me and my mom did leave early-ish at 11.30, which mama, that's past the bedtime. I'm gonna be real. Like it was very much past the bed. Like I was in... I was deeply in the trenches. I was, and my shoot, dude, my feet. I, I'm not joking. I'm being, I'm being very serious right now. Like I'm not being like hyperbolic, hyperbolic, hyperbolic. I don't know. I've only just started getting the feeling back in all of my toes. I'm serious. I'm serious because the day after my feet were swollen and they were pulsing. You know, when your feet like you feel them pulse. They were pulsing. They were red. I was fully like, oh, my feet are like, like I'm losing blood. I don't know. I was convincing myself that my feet were falling off. So yeah, that was like not great as a um, hypochondriac. Sometimes I'll walk and I'll feel like there are pins and needles in my feet, but people have told me that that's normal. So hey, listen, we're having a good time. But yeah, that was the wedding. On the way back driving, I sat in the front of the car because quite frankly, I held up a strike. I said, I cannot sit in the back, even though I put that on myself. My brother got in the back. He didn't even complain once. When I was in the back, I was like, can we open the windows? Put on the aircon. I'm such a diva. It's so embarrassing. But yeah, on the way back, I was living my best life. I got so many snacks from Tesco's. The gluten-free Tesco's up in wherever the hell we were. Oh, it was serving in the gluten-free and vegan aisle. I got like so much shit to eat on the way back. And it was so yummy. And I was listening to music. Oh, we were having a good time. Anyway, that's what happened at the wedding. Coming back from the wedding, I started to notice a little tickle, a little tickle in my nose and a little sore throat. I realized, hmm, I have a bad cold right now. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I still have it. I don't know if you can hear, I sound like bunged up. That is why. My voice is like croaky. I feel tired. You guys, yeah, no, it's not good for me. I literally like, I woke up and I just like, my throat, I was like, oh my God, I'm dead. Like, <laughs> it was like, what's going on? I haven't had a cold in a year, a year. And the last time I had a cold, I think it was COVID. And I was just like convinced. Oh, that's what I need to tell you guys about. Oh, I'll get into that. I was like, I, I swear I did something else this week. I did jury service this week. 
Yeah. Okay. We have a lot to catch up on, actually. I knew that there was something else that I needed to catch you guys up on, um, but I forgot the depth of jury service. I think I mentally blocked it out of my face and my head for many a reason. Okay, so let me describe to you what jury service was like to me. For legal reasons, I can't go in depth. Yeah, it was bad. It was really, really terrible. I got up at like, I had to get up to my courthouse at about like, for like 10 to 9. I had to be somewhere in London at like 10 to 9. I was like, what are we doing? You guys, can we go to bed again? Anyway, if you don't know what a jury is, it's those people in a courthouse that decide if someone's guilty or not. So that's just a lot of pressure for a 21-year-old. Like, I don't need to be doing this right now. I get to jury service, and honestly, I was unprepared. So I get there and I forget a pen. I feel like I'm automatically back at school. I'm asking people for pens. So embarrassing. I also forgot my ID. So I had to show my ID as a photo on my phone. Anyway, I got called in to a, a like a, a, a case and it was just very intense. Like I'm going to be serious for a second. It was just like a very intense situation and I couldn't do it. I had to leave. Obviously I can't talk about anything to do with the case or why I left, etc. I think because of just legal reasons. I mean, I wasn't really like clued up on what we could and couldn't talk about, but obviously I won't talk about anything because I literally think I could, I don't know, go to prison and I don't really want to be back in a court anytime soon. But yeah, I just found it really intense. And I think on a serious note, just being in that courtroom is very, very, it's high pressure and it's like very intense and I just couldn't deal with it. And I basically ultimately had to excuse myself and leave jury service. And I was also ill during my jury service. Imagine. You guys, I was deeply in the trenches. The start of this week was so bad for me. I've literally had to take a whole day off yesterday and lay in bed because I was fully just like, I feel genuinely like so exhausted from like mental, like I feel mentally exhausted, like I did. But anyway, that was my jury service experience, short and not sweet. As for what's coming up, okay. What else would I talk to my friends about on FaceTime? Oh, I talk about what's coming up in my week. Okay, so what's coming up in my week? I have a shoot tomorrow. I know, everyone scream. Annoyingly, when I did jury service, I thought I was doing it for two weeks because that's what I planned to do. And I had to cancel two weeks worth of work because of jury service. Now, ultimately, I'm not doing jury service anymore. So I'm out of work for two weeks, which isn't very slay. But luckily, I was able to like reschedule some work for the weekends. So like for a month now, I have work only on the weekends, which is actually kind of diva. I kind of love that. But yeah, tomorrow I have a shoot with a really cool stylist um, or I guess designer, actually. And I think I'm doing like her whole collection, which is a lot. I think it's gonna be a very long day tomorrow, actually. But I'm excited. I really wanna get back into work and working and like, I'm um, gonna get back in that hair and makeup chair. But yeah, I think we have like five or six looks tomorrow to do. Speaking of doing fittings and stuff, I actually did do a fitting with um, another stylist. I think the day before I went to the wedding for the Central St. Martin show, which is really exciting. And I'm very honored to be modeling in that. It was quite a long day as well. Um, and I was actually able to get some bits for the wedding because there was like a little like vintage shop in Coles Drop Yard or King's Cross. I always feel really bad for the people that like fully live in America or like even Peru <laughs> that listen to this podcast. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Coles Drop Yard in King's Cross? Like I have no clue. I'm very sorry, bestie. But yeah, I did a fitting for the Central St. Martin show just before I went to the wedding. And I found like a little belt to wear. Anyway, I'm kind of going all over the place right now. Yeah, I have that shoot tomorrow. And then 
It's just chilling until next week when I have another shoot for a magazine, which is very exciting. And then the week after that is the runway show for Central St. Martins. So we have a lot of stuff to do. We are very booked and blessed at the moment. And I'm very, very honored that people want to work with me. But yeah, ultimately, I've also been working on like season two of Self-Interrupted. If there's anything that you want to see for season two of Self-Interrupted, let me know. I do kind of want to do more episodes like this where I just talk. I mean, I'm kind of stressed out because I feel like I don't have that much to talk about. But yeah, I mean, let me know if there's anything you want to hear any kind of segments you want like maybe news segments q a segments story time segments etc etc let me know because i do want to do new artwork for season two i wasn't going to tell you until it came out but i think it's nice to tell you and then for you to be excited about new artwork i feel like this episode is just a bunch of small talk I really hope you don't mind. I feel really bad. I don't know why. I think I'm just so used to doing like topical episodes that I was just about to talk about the weather and I was like, Kit, what the fuck are we doing? I was about to be like, oh my God, it's so hot recently. I was like, no, why are we talking about the weather? Like, let's stop. I'm also going to get my hair done soon, which is very long overdue. My hair is getting really long. I mean, I'm actually really curious if any of you guys have actually never seen my face before because i have listened to podcasts before where i've only found them on spotify for example and i don't actually know the person's face but i know that a lot of you come from tiktok and instagram but if you don't know my hair is right now she's kind of shoulder length which is crazy but yeah it needs a cut and i need to color it black again because if you don't know little kate costello secret for you i um i color my hair my hair is naturally like my hair is naturally like dark brown but i get it dyed black like dark black because I think it just looks so much more like healthy and sleek. And if you don't know my hair history, which I don't assume that you would, but um, I had platinum blonde hair at the beginning of my modeling career. And I feel like anyone that has platinum blonde hair or even like colored their hair like a crazy color and it got damaged, all they want to do is go back to their natural hair color and grow it out long. And that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm currently in like growing out stages of my hair, which is fun, but I think I'm starting to get split ends. So I do even need to trim. I think that's all I have to catch you guys up on. I wanted to just do like more of a catch up episode this week because this episode wasn't necessarily going to be like a full episode. I just didn't want to leave you guys without an episode for a full week, you know, but I wanted to at least give you guys a little catch up on like what's been going on and why I couldn't upload an episode of the podcast. So I hope you understand. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, please make sure to rate it on whatever streaming service you are listening to it on. You can follow me on social media at kit.costello. Also a reminder that season one will be ending on episode 22. So that is only a few weeks away and season two will be starting. I don't have a release date yet. I don't have a release date yet for season two. I think I do want to take a bit of a break, but I will be updating the socials about season two. So definitely follow me over there. You can also send in your questions, your story times for the remainder of season one, but also the beginning of season two, if you would like at kickandbeinteresting.com. But yeah, other than that, is that it? I think so. Girl, I'm fully, you guys, I'm going to be real. Like, I'm fully just, like, mind-boggled right now. I'm, like, completely, like, this cold has got the better of me. So I hope I haven't forgotten anything this week. Um, But, yeah, I'm sending you so much love, as always. <laughs> I can't believe I just said, is that it? Like, what is going on? Anyway, I'm sending you so much love, as always, Kit. <laughs>